Welcome, friend, to the trifecta of joy. What is the trifecta? Awareness, befriending your inner critic, and raising your vibe. This podcast is about you, your life, your adventure, and how to live it juicy. Our podcast is brought to you by Perfectly Imperfect Life Coaching. Download your free joy guide at www.freejoybook.com. A gift from us to you. Again, www.freejoybook.com. I'm your host, Tanya Gill. But really, we're in this together. Connected, sharing, and adventuring through life. So let's do it with joy. Welcome, my friends, to the trifecta of joy. Today, I am joined by two women who are creators of an app. Now, I got to tell you, Andrea Nerup is originally from Sweden, and she now lives in New York. She partnered with Chelsea Rose Riggs. Chelsea and Andrea love pets. They love pets, and they know that we also love our pets. And so they created a social app specifically for pets called Petsby. So I want you to imagine it is Instagram, if you will, for your pet, no humans allowed. And they have, and it's, oh, it's just, it's so much fun. So I have to tell you that I already have put Walter on Petsby and Walter has some sniffers and he has some licks. And you don't have a clue what I'm talking about, but Andrea and Chelsea are going to share a little bit about their app and why they created it. Welcome, ladies. I'm so excited to have you here. Thank Thank you. you. We're super excited to be here. Thank you for having us. Yes. Okay. So, So tell me, what gave you the idea to create an app that is for pets to interact so uh, it really was because of my dog, Angus. I adopted him when he was four years old and I brought him to New York and he, you know, this whole world opened up to me. Uh, and But something that I realized quite quickly is how I would, you know, give him this personality of things that he would say or think in regards to the world he interacted with. And I would also imagine like what kind of profession he would have. And I'm like, hmm, this is weird. And then, then I started to connect with other pet parents and they did the same. Like it's, it, I realized that it was a very common activity. So, and, and then I looked it up and it's called anthropomorphism. It's like assigning human qualities to like pets or animals and, and objects and, uh, and I thought, you know, this would be amazing to connect for the persona of your pet and only share content of the pets and have them, you know, it's like an avatar. Um, so uh, so that's how I came up with it, purely because of my dog. He's the one who inspired it. Yay, Angus. Yay, yes. Angus. And you know what? <laughs> it's so true, right? It is so true. We do that exact thing. Like, this morning, Peter and I were taking Walter and Maggie. We have sheepadoodles that are from the same litter, but we got Maggie a year later than Wally. She needed to be rehomed. And so from there, they have quite different personalities, right? And so we do that. We give them a voice. We give them an identity. We, you know, like Walter's purpose in life is, is to spread joy, right? 
And, you know, like I've, <laughs> the cool thing is that I've done previous podcasts with animal whisperers. And I've also done a previous podcast about pandemic pets because a lot of us also got pets during the pandemic, right? Mm-hmm. And so, and the interesting thing is that, and this is why it was really important to have you on, on the podcast, ladies, is because we have this, I really believe that the reason we love our pets so much is that they give us an opportunity to see the world differently, to see the world with more joy, with more light, with more noticing the small things. What do you think? I mean, I 100% agree with you. It's it's also like they give us almost a reality check and they break down barriers between people where nothing else matters except from the love for our pets. So they're amazing in so many ways, but it's it's like you've said, the way that they interact with the world and you're kind of starting to make it you know they have a more meaningful way and they don't have egos which is the best thing about them like humans sometimes can be so occupied with human uh, like egos or the way they present themselves or judging people but the pets they they really give us a reality check definitely they definitely have you know make you focus more on being in the moment because they always are so that's a reminder I think we all need you know because it's like you can try to practice meditating and all that stuff is great but really I think that pets do it in a much more organic way that can help people who might struggle with being in the moment or even just meditation or anything do that kind of meditative act of like being in the mind of an animal you know more than one time a day which I think is really good for our mental health I love that I love that and you know ladies that's such an important piece of it right like a lot of people have pets for mental health. We also know that there are service pets out there. And, and the truth is, is that because they don't have that ego, like you said, they show up with such love. They, you know, I have this, I have an acronym that is, I call it help and it's honor, empathy, love, and presence. And really that is how our pets show up for us, right? Yeah, I love that. Right? Like, you know, you walk through the door and your pet is generally pretty excited to see you. Now, I'm biased. I have a dog, right? But but the app is not exclusive to dogs. I, I want to clarify that because I follow a turtle. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's not true. Walter, wait, help me out. Walf, Walter sniffs a turtle, right? Because sniff yeah. is following. <laughs> that's That's so cool yeah we have all all types we've got hedgehogs and you know horses and snakes and all types of animals on pets be all types of pets okay now what people also need to understand is that this app is not only free pets be is not only a free app but it has a pretty massive community right? Like, and, and it speaks to the power of pets. So I, I'm, I'm going to share this with you guys. This is so wild. So we have a lot of pets in our life. Um, I, we have sheep Uh, our daughter has a pug named Peggy and our son has a, um, 
Pomeranian named Bowie. And so for fun, Sophie decided to start a Twitter account for Peggy. And within <laughs> two days, she had with she had over 700 followers. So cool. Wow. Right. So it speaks That's to amazing. how much people love their pets and how much people connect to one another through pets. Mm-hmm. So I love that you guys have this app. And okay, just how many furry, feathered, scaled, slithery, and diverse, lovable pets have you guys got in this community? Well, we almost have 800,000 in our community. And, uh, you know, majority of them are, you know, signups, but we also allow uh, pet enthusiasts to, you know, view content and things. They might not have a pet yet, but they want one or they just love to explore photos so they can also view content if they download the app oh I didn't realize that that's cool so so you can be you can have the persona of your pet within the app or you can be someone who's an enthusiast and just loves pets yeah Yeah, exactly actually that would be a great way if someone was considering getting a pet to kind of Mm -hmm. just the lives of different of of different breeds for example yeah, for sure. Right. Oh, that's so cool. That is so cool. Now that there's another element to Petsby that I thought was really cool, which is Vetsby. Talk about, can you guys share me, share with us a little bit about that? Cause I think it's really interesting. Yeah. So if you go to the far right on the app, there's a discussion board and on the top there, there's a section called Vetsby, which allows you to, uh, ask questions to veterinarians. Uh, you can also upload a photo if there's something you want to show about your pet. And you receive an answer within 24 hours. It's not for emergency yet, but it will be. But it's like it guides you to take information. Maybe if you go to the vet or, you know, they are amazing. They give you a lot of, lot of information. It's currently you know, there will always be a free version of everything on Petsby, but soon we'll also add a premium version of Petsby where you can, you know, have video calls or something to get a consultation. Oh, that's fantastic. That is really fantastic. The other thing that um, I love, like there's so many things, this app is so cool. And, you know, I, the like, again, this is about raising our vibration. This is about being in the moment. This is about that space of like appreciating our lives. And I think that our pets allow us to appreciate our lives differently. And so, you know, when I was going through the app, I was like, how did you guys decide that this was something that the world needed? And like, you know, like, and then how did you two end up teaming up on the project? So I, for for me, and also that this is for Chelsea too, like all those traditional social media, it can also sometimes be toxic and we are constantly exposed to, you know, people presenting themselves like in in a better manner or like false matter sometimes, or uh, it's a lot of fighting sometimes about politics. And, you know, we wanted a space in which, people can connect over one thing, which is the love for our pets and nothing else. So there's no politics, there's nothing, it's just that. And that really allows people to be loving and supportive of each other 
regardless of their you know political or social standing or anything it's just that and I think that's very beautiful because people can you know say that they love each other every day or give each other compliments because it's about the persona their pet and nothing else for sure yeah and then we connected because I always you know I work in the pet industry for a while and making content for, you know, pet, different pet products that I believed in. And I would always kind of search the app store and I found Petsby and, you know, then I had seen some posts. I had like Googled it and I saw some posts like Andrea was looking for somebody to do, you know, some type of social media. And I was like, oh, great. And I emailed her and luckily um, I make this joke a lot, but Andrea is the only person that an answers cold emails so, yeah. uh, so she, awesome. she, yeah, so she wrote back and she was like, oh yeah, like I'd love to chat. And then we just started talking. And so it, it began remotely, but then, you know, I went to New York uh, to visit and then, you know, she, uh, we just offered a full-time position and then we just kind of continued to build it. And, you know, our, we're very community-based first. So it's what the community wants and we're very protective of that. And, you know, we do our best to keep it safe and cute and positive and, you know, fun because that's the point of it. It's it's really supposed to be one of the only spaces that on social media doesn't have the double-edged sword because it can be, social media can be a beautiful thing. Remote, you know, media, digital media, like we are meeting this way. And so this is a very positive, beautiful experience, but it's just a lot of times that can become convoluted and, and like not the purpose of everything. So, you know, it's, this is a way to kind of protect it when it's just based on animals. I so appreciate the way that you guys frame that. It is a positive environment where all of that other human crap. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and like, really like, the, the crap that creates divisiveness, right? You know, yeah. and, and it, it, this is a place where it's like a safe place where you can just go for the joy of having a pet mm -hmm. and, and then get a, a creative opportunity. Cause that's the other piece of it, right? Like one of the things that I talk about in the trifecta of joy is raising your vibration, right? So the trifecta is awareness befriending your inner critic and raising your vibration. Okay. So first of all, um, let's talk about pets and befriending their inner critic. Like a lot of animals, like you said, like they are free of ego. Some of them, I have one that came with some trauma. And so, you know, they need some special supports and those kinds of things. Um, but you know, like they really do live in the moment. And so that raising your vibration part is like letting go of all of the divisions of the world around you and going like, just this is the joy. This is a safe place to go and connect and have fun. Yeah, right? for sure. And honestly, a lot of that trauma usually is human imposed. If pets were just, you know, if they were left to their own devices of like love and gener from like puppyhood, you really a lot of that stuff can be curbed for them just naturally, which that's why if you think about living as your pets do or animals do a lot more, it's very, it's a very healthy mental space in a lot of ways because of being in that present moment and vibration. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love that. And, and okay. 
So I have to say the other thing about the app though, I'm just going to open the app again because one of the other things is, so first of all, like you can, it, for people who watch this on video, when we put it on video, like you can, you can find like all kinds of new people that new, new pups or in my world, it's pups, but new pets that you can be friends with. And then there are categories like how I met my human and sorry, not sorry. Like, so for example, we refer to flip flops at our house as flip floss because our dogs eat the flip flops. Um, so I was like, oh yeah, sorry, not sorry. Right. And, you know, and then there's like party, potty pets, toys and playtime, snack attack. Like it's just a fun way to be creative. And one of the things I talk about in raising your vibration is creativity. And this is a really cool way to be creative and connect with your pet and connect with community too. Yeah, to be able to be creative is almost fundamental in like for humans. Like we yes. need the uh, the tools to be creative, but we don't always have them, and we might complicate it, thinking it has to be perfect. So we kind of forget the enjoyment of being creative, and we focus only on that there has to be a goal tied to it. But Petsby allows you to be creative very easily because it's your pet. It's silly. It doesn't require perfection. It's just about, you know, connecting and like having fun. And I think that is very important for humans to explore on a daily basis. I totally, completely agree with you. It is. And it's a, and it's a fun way to explore and be creative. And again, we, we do, we, what is, say the word again, Andrea, that means to give like a, to it's personifying, but it's more than personifying your plant or personifying your pet. It's That's very difficult for me to pronounce, but I'm going to try. It's anthropomorphism. I think it, I got it. Anthro, anthropomorphism. That's and, what we've, <laughs> been, where we've been working on it. <laughs> anthropomorphism. I believe that's how you say it. It's not an easy one, but, <laughs> but, but, you know, at the end of the day, so many of us, and this is, I think the point that we need to make is that so many of us do it right. Like Wally and Maggie, Peggy and Bowie, they all have voices, right? They all have their unique personalities right now. I have to ask though, you, Andrea, you said that you, you're that, um, oh, I, his Angus. Mm -hmm. His name fell out of my head for a second. Angus has a profession. What is Angus's job? Well, he's the CEO of Petsby. So oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm the co-CEO, but he's like the major CEO. So <laughs> that's awesome. And Chelsea, you have pets too? Yes, uh, I have quite a, a bunch. I've got six cats and four dogs. And then I've got two regular size horses and two mini horses. So quite the little uh, group, but they definitely all have voices. So, um, you know, me and my husband do constant voices for them, probably to a point that other people would be like, this is weird. And I'm like, it's actually my job. So, no. <laughs> but, uh, you know, so um, like we have one of my dogs, Penelope, she's on Petsby, you can find her, but she also has a huge TikTok for it's Pinelli watches telly because she watches television. She has a very developed voice. Um, and, you know, she's hilarious and very expressive and 
a wild animal for sure. But, uh, you know, all of each of our animals have their different voices, their different, you know, desires, wants, needs, like is the horses have their a whole different one because they're flight animals. Uh, they're not, you know, predator types, even though not that our like rotund kittens are <laughs> predators, but right. you know, yeah. So, uh, for us, for me, that's a huge part of my job. And that was something I already was kind of doing on Instagram and stuff before I had connected with Andrea. So when I saw that you could do it on Petsby and it was just this insulated environment, I was like, oh, this is perfect. This is what already I love to do. And if you think about it, it's stuff that we've done in children's books. It's stuff like in this way, it's a way to express ourselves and be creative that doesn't have as much pressure on it. Like I do it professionally, which is funny, but <laughs> it's uh, even still the, like, it's just still lacks pressure because it's just like fun, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's the point of it, right? The point of it is for it to be something that is fun and nurturing to ourselves and enjoyable, right? It's not, and and for you, I guess it is also your job, but it, it it's a really like, I mean, what a fun job, Chelsea. Yes, for sure. Yes. Right. We have a lot of fun. Okay. So now I have to ask a question because I heard this quote a while ago and the quote was pets, sorry, plants are the new pets. Pets are the new children. Children are the new Porsches. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's honestly probably true. I, I literally, I'm eight months pregnant right now, which, um, congratulations. Thank you. But yeah, so I, you know, give birth on the 23rd, but already I'm like, oh, wow, this is going to be leveling up to that horse status, but horses are kind of close. <laughs> they're, uh, they're a new, they're a different uh, breed of pet for, for that reason, but yeah, I think for millennials, you know, a lot of us are having kids later. I'm 32. You know, my mom had me when she was 23, which was younger. And then she had my little sister 10 years later. But uh, I think for a lot of millennials, you know, we just had our like our 20s a lot longer. I'm one of the first people in our, my group of friends having kids already, but all of them have pets except for a couple. And we're working on them. So <laughs> we got to get them with animals. I'm like, all right, you need it. <laughs> so um, yeah, I would say that's definitely true. Well, and I think, yeah, I think there's two pieces to that, that, that exactly like you said, a lot of millennials are waiting to have careers or are waiting longer to start families if they choose to start families. Mm -hmm. I also think that there are a lot of millennials who are choosing not to have families and instead are choosing to have pets. Yeah, for sure. Right. And I think that that's also becoming more common, partly because the narrative of the role of women in patriarchal society, we could get into all of that has changed so much from generation to generation over the last, over the last hundred years, really. For sure. Right? I, I'm one of those who wants no human babies, but only <laughs> Yeah, and I have several friends that are like, we are not having kids, but they have, you know, three dogs or a couple cats and they're, you know, get the best of the best. And they're always asking me about what pet products like they should get for them. And to me, I mean, I, I believe that 
our pets are our family, obviously, you know, mine are our, I've grown up with animals my entire life. It's, my life feels empty without them. And I would never even raise a kid without animals personally. Um, Cause I think they teach you so much. They're so important to life. Like I'm so grateful that my mom was such a huge animal lover and that was instilled in me, you know, from like birth, because it's just a vital part of being human in my perspective. So, yeah. I think animals really do teach us a lot about empathy. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like if I go back to that, that acronym, like honor, empathy, love, and presence, like, I think animals teach us that so much. And and yes, that it that Chelsea, that your mom instilled that in you and like that that you see, and so many of us do see animals as being part of our family, like they are our family. We when we lose them, we grieve like that we we are losing family members. Mm -hmm. And and you know, and I think too, like Andrea, I respect that you've decided that you in your life, you know, it is going to be pet children only, right? Because that is a choice <laughs> yeah. that works for you. Right. Yeah. And, and so, and I, and, and what I love, and this is why I wanted to have you here is that I think that the world sometimes doesn't get, I think often in, how do I say this? I think we often forget what an important role our pets play in our lives Mm -hmm. And we also get so busy with our lives that we don't allow ourselves to see the world through their eyes and enjoy that peace and that calm and that curiosity and that unabashed love of like all things new and wild and crazy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's so true. It, it It's just there one of the biggest things is like, I'm, you know, a ambitious person. And I think it could be easy to fall into like productivity and getting things done and all of these things. And to me, animals are a very, um, you know, tactile in-person thing to remove you from that sort of hustle culture that can be very intensely instilled. And just productivity culture, which of course I love to get things done and, you know, uh, we all do. Yeah. We love to be ambitious and everything, but I think they're a very physical representation for me of like, of, of keeping healthy boundaries with that because they don't care about work. Like that's why I make jokes that they all have careers because, you know, that's kind of parodying us because we all have these careers, which of course are important and serious, but at the end of the day, like they're not really, they're not our humanity. And they are in some parts of our passion and everything, but really they remind you of what's actually important in a very physical way. So with Petsby, then you get a creative way of doing that as well as just like a fun little outlet in a digital space as well. And that's why I think kids love Petsby because they don't really, you know, a lot of the younger generation don't love like traditional social medias like Facebook and Instagram are desperate and TikTok are desperate to get kids on there. But like, I believe there will be a trend away. Children won't, they don't, they don't really, they're like, cool. I grew up with viral video. Like that's not engaging enough for me. Like I need an experience, I need creativity. I need all of this stuff. So yeah. And that you provide kind of a, a safe platform for that, that is 
that is centered centered around animals is you know a common as that common thread and connection I think is really cool really cool now um one of the other things I want to make sure that we talk about before we end this amazing conversation is that you guys also raise money for charities so like tell tell us a little bit about that well, so every third Sunday of the month, we have an in-app campaign called Lenda Pa. And for each photo that is shared this day with the hashtag Lenda Pa, Petsby donates a dollar to an animal rescue or cause. And, you know, we've donated almost $200,000 to various larger or smaller uh, animal organizations. And what's very cute about this is that our users get so excited, like several days in advance for this campaign. And they're like, I'm fluffing up my paws for Lenda Paw <laughs> or like cleaning them or something. And, you know, they, they get really, really excited for it to start. And uh, I, I think it's an amazing way for them to engage in something and be able to be supportive of animals in in this social way and digital way. And it's, as you say, it's, uh, I'm going to be so cheesy right now, but it's positive, right? Like it is. It's yeah. a positive. <laughs> I know, I'm so cheesy. No, we love pet puns. That's the, that's, yeah. that's the we thing. Do the I do tons of pet puns. Yeah. To us, they're not cheesy. It's like I said, that's, that's my job. So when people are like, oh, that's cheesier, I'm, I'm like, all right, you don't have to like, have fun with us. My <laughs> my phone is already like when I type something in, it already recognizes word. And one of them <laughs> is particular or how to describe like something for a cat post. And I'm like starting writing pu uh, pu and like particular comes up as a word. Yeah, in, so in I'm like, how often have I used this word? <laughs> just in caps it's like <laughs> so fantastic that you like you've used it so much that it's become a common word in in it's an autofill word in yeah. your <laughs> yeah. sure. oh my gosh that is so amazing that is so amazing okay so when people listen to our podcast they are going to want to go to petsby and so they can look up the app in and the app is it's pink and blue right is yeah. it pink is it purple? It's like turquoise with a little pink uh, paw on it on the exactly. app store. It, it's turquoise with the little paw on it. There it yeah. is right there. And um, when you get in there, you can set up a profile for your pet. And um, and then you can start posting and, and sharing the world through your pet's eyes. Because remember, no humans allowed. <laughs> yes. Yeah, correct. <laughs> right? No humans allowed. Chelsea, Andrea, thank you so, so much for being here today. Now, if you had a final piece of advice to our listeners who are pet owners, what would you say to them as like, as an owner, as a human being, what would you say to them to live their best life? As a pet owner, I think really, I mean, it's uh, giving like on a daily basis, establishing this emotional connection with your pet and really try to embrace the simplicity of the love between them and really, really understand and, and appreciate what that is. Oh, yeah. I love that. 
Chelsea? Sure. Just take, you know, the moments to engage with them and when they're being, as I call it, small, S-M-O-L, but, you know, you have to, it's just have fun with them and, you know, go outside with them, even if it's a little rainy or something or whatever, you don't feel like moving around, like, it'll always feel good to go do something with your pet or engage with them in some way. And it'll always be a boost of serotonin or dopamine or whatever you're needing in that moment. And, you know, turn to them for that therapy. So, you know, that that's, that's what they love and they love engaging in that way with you. And it's always going to make you feel better. Oh, you guys are so wonderful. That is so beautiful. And thank you for that because I, we personally take Walter and Maggie um, for walks in the coolies, which are grassy hills along the river every morning. And I really do revel in not only getting out and moving my body, but also the experience with them, watching them run up and down the hills and chase each other and discover the wildflowers and, and, you know, meet other friends, dogs along the way. And then of course, the other piece is that when we're in those social communities as owners, we also have more interaction with one another, Yes, which is also really beautiful, right? It's an opening for human contact too. And, and that interaction can be life-changing for someone who is maybe feeling very low or going through some kind of depression, because sometimes to kind of pull you out of that, all that's needed is like a word of encouragement or a smile or something. If you're isolated, if you go out there and you feel that the world is kinder than you might expect, then you're likely to feel better. Absolutely. So the moral of the story is if you have a pet or not, feel free to go to a pet park and, um, you know, and just connect with some pets if you can, because it feels so good and you're likely to connect with more humans too. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Oh, ladies, this has been so much fun. This is so incredible. To our listeners, go out and check out Pets Bee. And remember that raising your vibe doesn't have to be complicated. It can be fun and it can be seeing the world through your own pets, which is just absolutely amazing, fun, joyful. And it's really what we're about. So from my heart to yours, until next time, I hope you enjoyed this episode of our summer love yourself season. And thank you again, Chelsea and Andrea from Petsby. Thank you guys. Thank you so much. Great chatting with you. Thank you for listening, my friend. We are deeply grateful you chose to be here. I trust that this has invited you, even if in some small way, to deepen your awareness, befriend your inner critic, and raise your vibration. Please follow us, leave a review, and share this podcast with a friend. If you have any ideas or feedback, please reach out. From the bottom of my heart, thank you. You are loved.